Welcome to ECP Viewpoints, a podcast from Cooper Vision, where we're bringing better vision to the world. Hello, and welcome to this episode of the ECP Viewpoints podcast. I'm Dr. Jennifer Palombi, and I'm the Senior Manager of Professional Education and Development here for the U.S. market in Cooper Vision. And I am so excited to be joined by my colleague and also friend, Dr. Jennifer Stewart. So Jen, welcome. We finally get to do the Jen Squared show. (laughs) Yay, thank you for having me. This has been a long time in the works and I'm super excited to be here. Yeah, I always love having an opportunity to sit down and talk with you about a number of different things, which we tend to consult with each other on all the time. But of course, today we're talking about Clarity One Day and new wearers and the opportunity that new wearers present for our practices. Um, And so I know that you and I have always come from a very similar place when it comes to Clarity One Day, because I too fit a lot of it as an entry-level lens for wearers in my practice. Um, And I know that you've been very similar in in thinking on that in the way that you practice day-to-day. So um, I'll turn it over to you and just tell us a little bit about how Clarity has fit into your practice um, when you're having that conversation with new wearers. So, you know, there have been a lot of new wearers over the last two years, and it's been super exciting to have all of this interest in contact lenses. I think the pandemic has been good for some things and that patients are really excited for different ways to correct their vision. Um, Maybe they were tired of wearing masks and glasses and having fogging, or they're sitting like we are on a camera and don't want reflections from either their ring lights or their screens on their glasses. So the interest has been really high on contact lenses, and it's just been a great time for new wearers because I think Clarity is such a great choice for these first-time and new wearers. It's my workhorse lens. It's the lens that I reach for time and time again. My scribes in my office don't even wait. They know when a patient starts discussing contact lenses and that they're a new wearer, they're already out of the room grabbing those lenses because they know time and time again that that is my first choice for everybody. You know, that's exactly how it flowed in my practice. Um, My lead technician knew that if that's, you know, the conversation, if that's how the conversation was developing as she was scribing for me, that that's where we were going to go. And it was the same thing. By the time I was done having the conversation, I turned around and she was standing there with a pair of clarity lenses for new wears. You know, you bring up a really interesting point, and it's not one that impacted the way I fit, because, of course, now I've been here in my role at Cooper Vision for a few years, and that's the impact that COVID had on bringing, I think, even more patients into the fold, if you will, um, with contact lenses because of the fogging issues and all that. I also um, find, and I don't know if, if this is playing out in a lot of your new wear conversations, that there's a heightened interest, too, just in preventative care and and choosing healthier options in the wake of COVID. Do you find that that makes the conversation a little easier too? Definitely. We're always a practice that chooses daily disposables first. So we've always been really a practice that's aimed for 100% daily disposable, although we have not got there yet. But we tend to be around 90% um, daily disposables in our practice. But there's always those patients that it's been a difficult transition. They've been happy in a monthly lens or two week lens. But I do find that now with a focus on health and hygiene, having that conversation about a daily disposable lens is that much easier. Uh, You know, we are a lot better at washing our hands and 
cleaning thing, which maybe we should have been doing before, but patients are, are more likely to really say, yeah, I'd love a lens that I can throw out every day, where in the past I found maybe they were a little more resistant because of cost. I think now that they put a, a higher priority on health, hygiene, cleanliness, disposability than they did before. So that conversation about price really is not as much an, of an issue as it had been in the past. Yeah, I agree. And you bring up a different category of quote unquote new wearers. You know, new wearers aren't necessarily just somebody that's never had contacts before, but there's also that new to one day wearer who, you know, maybe have been coming in year after year going, yeah, I'm good with the, the monthly or the two week or the other modality. And now, you know, you have that conversation. It's like, why don't we move you to this, you know, healthiest modality and lens option? Um, so, yeah, I, I think that we can think of new wearers, not just as as the person who's never tried contacts and we have to kind of start from scratch, but the the new wearer that's sort of looking at this through a new lens, if you will, <laughs> um, towards, you know, what other options are out there and what might be best for me. I definitely, the price point of Clarity makes it such a great transition away from, a monthly or a two-week lens, and it, it's not as much of a jump as some of the other premium lens products that are out there. So I tell patients, you know, the cost savings is there, and the price is not quite what you might envision a lens that you throw out every day is, but you're not compromising on technology. I, it's not, you know, it's not an inexpensive lens that is not providing you the best comfort and clarity, no pun intended there either, but um, you know, it's a great lens at a great price and it really makes it easy for new wearers who might be, you know, unsure if they can, you know, manage the cost of contact lenses or those patients who are changing from a two week or monthly lens. Yeah. And that's exactly a note that I wrote down is, is you know, we talk about cost and everything with contact lenses and to have a sci high one day option that's available at a price point that's similar to its hydrogel counterparts. That's huge. And I know that was one big factor when, um, when, when Clarity first came out. So I know I'm, I'm dating myself just a little bit here, but when Clarity first came out, I remember um, we knew what the price point was. And then we sat down and my, like my lead tech had Tyler's open and she's like, do you know what the DK over T is on this one? You know, like we were, it was just kind of this aha moment, like, wait a minute. We can get this at a really reasonable price and put them in a high oxygen silicone hydrogel one day lens. It just seemed like such a no brainer. In fact, I think that's actually the term that Molly used. She goes, this seems like a no brainer. And we went just all in when we were having that upgrade conversation. And in my case, I think, you know, in hindsight, it was a whole lot of that, not necessarily new wearers, but new to one day wearers because we had sort of inherited a large two week population, two-week wearer population. And so as we had that conversation, it just made it so much easier um, because like you, I don't, I never talked price extensively in the room. It's just not, you know, when I presented something, it's like, here's what I recommend for you and here's why. So generally there wasn't a real hot issue there anyway, but it was kind of nice for folks to get up there to check out and be pleasantly surprised as opposed to, oh, wow, you know? Um, so I think that's an important aspect of it. With the rebates, I don't think I present it to new to daily disposable wearers that when you factor in the case, the cost of cases and solutions, a, an annual supply of clarity is not much more, if not the same, 
as what you're using in your frequently replaced lenses. So, you know, taking advantage of the great rebates that are out there, it really can almost be the same or maybe slightly more, but they're getting such a value and such a benefit, even if it is slightly more. So it does make that conversation a lot easier for these patients who might have a hesitation about, you know, I've heard that daily disposables are really expensive and, you know, I don't know if I want to do that. And I go, well, you know, when you, when you add in, you know, you're replacing your cases and how much solution you go through in a year, which they don't tend to think about as a contact lens cost. If you add all of that up, it's virtually the same. And that's the only conversation I really need to have with them. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, thinking of cases and solutions and all of that also have, it also brings to mind another aspect of clarity that I, you know, again, when I was fitting, it didn't have, you know, available, available to me as an option in the conversation, but that's, you know, some wearers are concerned with daily disposables and, you know, a concern that they're wasteful. Um, you know, oh gosh, that seems like so many more lenses and they have concerns about, you know, environmental impact of plastic and whatnot. And now we have clarity set as a net plastic neutral option. Have you found that is helpful in the conversations that you're having? Absolutely. I, you know, I always say I watch body language when I present daily disposables and often you see this kind of pullback or, you know, people hesitate with their body language. And, and I like to, to address that and say, you know, what is there about a daily disposable that might give you pause or hesitation? And I think there is such a focus on our, our environmental impact, which is great. And patients feel that, wow, that's a lot of plastic. You know, I, I don't think I want to do that. Um, you know, it just seems wasteful. And I love when they bring that up because I love being able to say, I totally understand. And the great news is these contacts are actually less wasteful, which sounds crazy, but they're less than the lenses you're actually wearing when you take into account, again, the cases and the plastic that's in those, the plastic that's in the bottles, all of the effort that goes into making that and that clarity is a net neutral lens. And I don't go into a huge explanation. I'll direct them to the Cooper Vision website and I'll say, you know, there is a great program available where Cooper Vision has partnered with Plastic Bank to pull out out of the ocean, the amount of plastic that is being used in all of the, the clarity lenses and their cases, so, or their, their, um, uh, the foils. So I think, you know, go on the website, I'll write it down for them and say, you know, here's a little bit of a way that you can feel good about the choice you're making. And I think that gives them a little bit of ownership and pride that, you know, wow, there is a great option for me. And I think it elevates me in the eyes of my patients saying, you know, no one's ever talked to me in an exam room about sustainability. And here's my eye doctor talking about the choices that she's making and the lenses that she offers patients based not only on the health of their eyes, but on the environmental impact. So I think that's a great conversation. And it's been really helpful to to help patients make that choice and feel a little bit more confident in the choices they're making. You know, it's interesting what you described there very much bears out um, a couple of learnings that we've had at Cooper Vision around this program and, and things that I've seen both anecdotally and in formal focus groups. And that is, it doesn't take a whole ton of explanation, um, even for someone that's never heard of net plastic neutrality or isn't familiar with the term. Um, to understand it. And, and I think in, you know, like focus group settings and stuff, what we've seen is somebody's completely unfamiliar with what that means. 
you give them a one or two sentence definition, they're like, oh yeah, I'm with you. That's awesome. You know? Um, and I see that, like I say, anecdotally, even talking with both patients and DCPs, it's like, oh, let me tell you how this works and describe it much in the terms that you just did. And ta-da, oh, I get it. That's awesome. You know, you get that exact same kind of reaction. And, you know, I love your call out there that patients suddenly go, wow, she's thinking about so many different things in making this really informed choice for my eyes, not just, you know, what's cheapest or what's, you know, most readily available, but what's good for our planet? What's good for my eyes? That kind of perfect combination, if you will, of attributes. And it does, it makes it feel like a personalized experience, don't you think, for the patient? Absolutely. I mean, I've gained referrals from that. You know, I have patients come in and they said, oh, you know, I was with so-and-so and and I want the lenses, you know, they don't know, they don't come in and say, I want the net neutral lenses or, you know, (laughs) I want the the lenses you gave my friend that are good for the environment. And, you know, the great news is I have multiple choices now with, uh, you know, with with Cooper Vision products. So it's a great practice builder too. And that patients talk about it and they love having a lens, not only that's specific to them for their needs. And we've talked about, you know, I prescribe this lens for you because, um, but not only that, they go out and say, you know, I just saw Dr. Stewart and she just told me the craziest thing, you know, do your lenses help with the environment? Cause mine do. Patients go, well, I just saw Dr. Smith a week ago and he didn't mention that. Maybe Dr. Smith's not as up on technology as Dr. Stewart, you know, when it's time for me to have my next exam, that's going to stick in my mind that, you know, maybe my doctor's not up in, on the technology or, or why didn't he offer that to me? You know, right. Or maybe they don't share the same values as me. Yeah. You maybe know? Dr. Smith is not as excited about the environment as Dr. Stewart. So I think it really is a practice builder. And I'm a big fan of, you know, 15 second, 30 second, uh, you know, ways to explain something. So I don't spend five minutes on it. I know we're all busy in the exam rooms, but if you can get it down to, you know, so you feel comfortable in two sentences talking about it, I think it's so powerful. I couldn't agree more. And then as we're talking about options too, um, and again, like I say, it's been five years since I was in the exam lane having these conversations. But one of the other things I really appreciated about Clarity when it first hit my office was that it landed in sphere, toric, and multifocal right out of the gates. Like, I had all three options sitting there in my trial lens, you know, um, storage space. And so that full family element is so helpful too, don't you think? Because it doesn't matter whether you're having that, you know, new wearer conversation or new to one day conversation with a teenager who wants to try them for the first time and has mom and dad's permission all the way up through, hey, I'm looking for an option that'll help me get rid of my reading glasses. And regardless, you get to have that same kind of win-win conversation because all of those options are there. Totally agree. And I'm seeing it more. I will say I I am a pre-presbyope, so as are my friends. So uh, I turned 41 and I'm seeing, you know, the bulk of, bulk of my contact lens patients tend to be around my age. And they are patients like me who are happy in the lens that they're wearing, but might notice in the next year or two or 10, maybe that we have some trouble reading. And the great thing is when I fit a patient in clarity, I, who's my age, I will say to them, the great news is when, and if we start to need help reading, I can quietly slide that right into the lens, the lens that you really like, that you've enjoyed the comfort 
No one will know. It's a seamless transition. So no matter what your prescription is or what it changes to, we don't have to start over. We don't have to reinvent the wheel. It's just as easy as me making a small change in the design of the lens. And again, that's all I say. So I feel like for my patients who I might want to introduce a multifocal in a few years, it's a great way to set the tone to let them know you don't have to wear reading glasses. Don't be afraid of telling me that you're starting to struggle. Here's a solution that I've already planned to give you and we'll do it when, when we need to. But the great news is this lens will change as you, as your vision needs change. That's such a great tip. I mean, even just outside of the, the general clarity and new wearer conversation, but for multifocal success is to plant that seed early so that to your point, patients aren't afraid to bring it up for fear. You're going to say, well, then you can't have contacts anymore because they don't even know that there's an option that will, that will help them continue. Um, and also just kind of keep it from being a, oh my gosh, are you kidding me? Surprise that requires a whole lot of explanation and hand wringing and so forth when, when it is time. So to plant that seed early and reinforce it at a few visits before you're actually there, that's got to make a huge difference just in multifocal fitting success alone. It saves so much time. And I think it really, especially I get a lot of new wearers who are my age who say, you know what, I want to do something different or, you know, but I've heard I can't wear contacts if I need reading glasses and, you know, they're worried about that. So it's a great way for new wearers to say, that's not true. We'll make these changes. So let's, you know, maybe we're wearing a sphere for a year or two and then a multifocal, but I make it as painless as possible. And it really helps them feel like, okay, I'm glad I asked. And, and my new multifocal wearers, I mean, that is a huge change that I'm seeing. And I, I feel like every year I think I see a lot of new multifocal wearers and then the next year it surpasses that. So I think another something that's come out of the pandemic is that we are focused on ourselves and we say, I want to do what makes me feel good. And if I don't want to wear reading glasses, I want something that's going to solve that for me. So I've, I've had a lot of new multifocal wearers and clarity is such an easy choice for them. It's easy to handle. It's easy to fit. I mean, I use OptiExpert for everything, but especially for my multifocal wearers. So it doesn't take me any more chair time. You know, we don't have that dreaded, oh no, this is a multifocal wearer. Oh no, it's a new patient and I'm running behind. Please don't talk to me about contact lenses because I don't have the time. Oh gosh, please no. Um, we've all had that. It's usually the last patient of the day and we, we, we start going, you know, talking them out of it. But I've flipped that and kind of embraced that and said, absolutely. You know, there's a great solution for you. It doesn't take any longer for me to fit than a patient who is wearing a sphere and those patients leave happy that day. And I find that, you know, usually maybe one more choice of lenses I have to make, but I'm not having them make five, six choices and changing and having them back multiple times. I find these new wearers are, are very satisfied with the vision that they get from the Clarity Multifocal. So they're just so happy to have something that allows them not to have to wear reading glasses. Yeah, absolutely. And and I know that you've been really successful with OptiExpert in terms of streamlining your practice, um, you know, just the way things flow when you've got that contact lens wear in the chair, be they new or not. Um, for those of you listening, Dr. Stewart actually wrote an article about how she 
incorporates OptiExpert into the flow of her contact lens exams that will be appearing on the ACP Viewpoints blog any day. Now, actually, by the time this publishes, I'm sure it'll be there. So stop by ACP Viewpoints because there's actually not one, but two, right, Jen? Articles that are directly related to our conversation here. Um, that she's recently written. And one, of course, is how she incorporates OptiExpert to make her, her exams as efficient as possible. And the other is why she likes clarity for new wearers. So if you want to go check those two blog posts out at ECP Viewpoints, by all means do. And thank you, Jen, for sharing your insights there. Of course, they're two of my favorite topics. And I think if I can make it easier for everyone to reach for these lenses and not be so intimidated or find ways to be more efficient. None of us want to spend more time doing things to have less of a, a reward or you know, to not have an impact on our practice. So I find by making things more efficient and by giving patients lenses that I know they're going to be successful with and by using something like OptiExpert to make it easier for me to know what lens to select, I can be more efficient and whether that's we see more patients or I get to spend more time face-to-face -face with those patients, I really think it's made such a difference in the office flow. Yeah, absolutely. And empowering your staff to be a part of that process with new technology and things too. Um, you know, it, it's got the benefit not just of efficiency, but of, of really making them feel um, like, a, like a proactive and important part of the process. Um, and also on that note, this is going to sound like an extended plug for ECP Viewpoints. I can't help it, but it occurs to me that this is also um, recently published on there. My lead tech, who I've referenced a couple times because she and I, um, you know, had so much conversation around clarity and why it was our um, lens of choice, actually wrote an article on there as well. And it's in the staff opticians and technicians category on the blog. So, um, again, for those of you listening, if you were unaware that there is an entire category on ECP viewpoints that is dedicated to peer to peer conversation for staff, um, you might want to encourage your staff to check that out. And the most recent article uh, in that category right now came from my lead technician, Molly Otworth, who is an NCLE certified technician, and she shares in that her point of view on why Clarity was a favorite for her as well. So I'll stop on the ECP viewpoints. It just keeps coming full circle. But Jen, you and I have partnered on so much on that. I guess it's a natural, a natural flow. Right. Of conversation. <laughs> and I'm not sure what, how I want to present something or if I'm kind of feeling stuck. That's the first place I go to, to look. And really hearing from my peers about ways that they present things to patients has been so helpful. Again, I don't like to reinvent the wheel. So if there's a better way for me to do something and I can learn from my colleagues, it's such a great way to, to really change how I'm thinking, think, change how I'm saying things in the exam room and, and anything I could do to be more efficient and effective, I am all for. Yeah, it's always helpful to kind of see how other people do things and, and kind of helps you reframe the problem or maybe even identify one that you didn't realize was in play. And so we certainly appreciate you sharing those insights with the readership there too, as often as you do as well. So, well, I think that's about all the time we have today. I, like I say, I always love sitting down and talking with you, Jen. So thank you again so much for joining me for this one. Thank and I'm you sure for having me. All kinds of reasons to do more down yes. the road. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Have a good one. And thank you everyone for tuning in. Um, stay tuned for our next episode, which will be coming very soon. And if you missed it, the last episode that we published on this podcast 
um, was about that net plastic neutrality program that Jen and I discussed here today. And in that episode, I sat down with Alice Shea, who is our senior director of One Day Brands, and we talked about the impact that that program is having. So if you're curious for more information about that and missed that last episode, by all means, go back and give that one a listen to. Thank you, everyone, and have a great day. 